Hello everybody and welcome to Nutty Buddy Sports and on today's episode Travis and I finish our breakdown of the NFC South. We talk about the Bucks and the Saints and then we make our final predictions for the NFC South. That's all coming up right here right now on Nutty Buddy Sports. everybody welcome back to another episode of nutty buddy sports i am your host ryan and before we get into today's episode i just want to thank everybody for listening to the off-season previews that we've had for every single team and every division on this podcast it's been super fun i had a lot of fun with my friends doing this and i want to thank them especially for taking the time out to do this and um indulging me in my little hobby here that I started this summer. Um, We're going to finish breaking down the NFC South, me and Travis are, and we're going to talk about the Bucks and the Saints and give our final predictions. But also, after the end music, I have a a little bit of a treat for you guys. It's nothing super special, uh, but there was a a moment in the podcast where me and Travis sort of lost it. Uh, We were laughing and We were having so much fun. Um, So it's going to be at the end of the podcast if you're interested in listening listening to it. It was sort of like a blooper. Um, It it starts out sounding like five minutes of actual deep, knowledgeable, interesting things. And then it comes off the rails because there was a misunderstanding where we were at in the podcast. So I hope you enjoy that. Um, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And if you'd like to know when I drop podcasts, p- please follow me at sports on Instagram. Uh, with all that out of the way, enjoy listening to the rest of the NFC South preview. Previewing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The big question. So here we are, the Super Bowl champs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) What is your biggest question, Travis, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, Is Tom Brady going to be, is he an alien or is he human? Is he ever going to start to decline in in how he plays the game? I mean, last year we kind of saw it when uh, they played the Packers because he had a couple throws that were just terrible. Like, what Mm -hmm. were you doing? But the defense is what really kept them and helped them win the championship. But is Tom Brady going to start to decline or is he going to still be, I mean, really he only has to be like an average quarterback for them to do what they did last year. What about you? Yeah. You know, it's almost reminds me of that year with um, Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos, you know, he had, the, he had that year where he couldn't hardly throw the ball, but they still won the Super Bowl. With this type of team, I feel like Tom Brady could have that bad of an arm and they still could find a way to win a Super Bowl. Like they, they, their roster is is pretty loaded. So my biggest question was, um, can they repeat? Because uh, they basically copy and paste their roster from last year to this year. They re-signed everybody, you know, basically. So can they repeat? And if they do, uh, it would be the first time since. Travis, do you know? No. Last time. Uh, that's some. 
who was it that repeated? I I can't think off the top of my head. It's got to be before my time. Okay. Um, this might be an interesting fact to you. The last team that repeated was the New England Patriots in 0405. Oh. And do you know who the quarterback of the New England Patriots was at the time? Uh, definitely Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brady. You know, yeah. I just put that out of my mind. Even though I, I like Brady, I don't like the Patriots, but I do like Brady. But yeah, Is I it, put that one out of my head. Isn't it crazy, though? That 16 years ago, basically, he repeated. Yeah. 16, and he still is in the league, and he has another another opportunity to repeat. That is crazy. Yep. It sure is. I don't know how he does it. I can tell you. Illegal stuff, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, he probably goes to Germany and gets it. You know how um, Kobe used to go to Germany and get, like, his – kneecap whatever it was something with his knee and they would cycle blood yeah. he probably does yeah. it through his whole body <laughs> he's like whatever it takes i mean <laughs> okay let's if you want to be the greatest of all, t- all time you got to go to extreme measures oh oh i yeah yeah it's so sad though because i feel like when you look at him and you if an alien came to earth and you're like, this guy's the best quarterback to ever play the position. And you like, just watch him throw football. <laughs> They'd be or like, run, really? That, yeah. Or run. Yeah. He, he looks awkward running. Yeah. They'd probably be like, what really? Are you kidding me? Um, but I, I, I want to look up a stat, but I'm not going to, how many times did he quarterback sneak like in the last five years? I feel like it was like over 25 times, but probably not, but I don't well, know he, if you remember. No, he's like famous for the like fourth and one, like hurry up and then he'll sneak it for a yard or and the goal line, he'll sneak it. So I bet you're right. I bet it's over 25 times. Yeah. Because least, th- that one yard counts as a sneak. Yeah. But anyways. Anyway, we got off topic. Let's let's move <laughs> on. Dissecting the draft. Travis, what is um how do you feel about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers draft? Um, they got Joe Tryon from Washington. He didn't play last year, mm-hmm. but he had eight sacks for them. Yep. So that's going to help them. I mean, their defense is already good, but that's going to help them even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also like them getting Kyle Trask. He was a Heisman candidate from Florida. Um, so if Brady does go down, they have somebody's before him. I, I can't think who it is off the top of my head right now, but for the uh, backup quarterback, yeah. But yeah, um, sure. I'm sure Trask would probably end up taking over that job, and then uh, they drafted a bunch of other defensive players. So them doing that. <sighs> it's tough to compete with that defense. Cause I think they're getting, they're getting better with what they did. Those I, are the only notes I had for the draft. What did you uh, think of theirs? Yeah. I, I had the same exact thing as you. Uh, I don't think there's much to dwell on here that, that um, Joe Tryon, right. That that's an interesting pick considering he just opted out last year. And then Kyle Trask as well as the other guy I had written down. Uh, Blaine Gabbert is the second string quarterback right now for the Bucs. Yes. Yeah, yep. Blaine Gabbert. 
Um, so yeah, uh, their draft is fine because they didn't need a whole lot. Right. So you get young and you hope that when everybody retires and Tom Brady retires in 15 years, that everybody will be developed by then. <laughs> That's probably accurate. Well, okay. Seriously though. When do you think Brady's retiring? Before he, he said when he's 45, he wants to play till he's 45. So you know what? When he's 45, he'll retire. That's my guess. That's that's probably good. Unless unless he like blows out his knee, that's probably what I would say too. Well, let me ask you this. If he wins the Super Bowl again this year, what, what, don't you think he should retire? I if I was him, I would. I would yeah. go out, go out on top, and then that way if you play another year and you have a terrible year, how are you gonna feel about that? You know? Yeah, I like be like Kobe and go out when you scored, say, 81. 60. 60. 60. Yeah. No I, no, I agree. Just like John Elway, win after – I mean, uh, retire after you win too. That would be, be the way he sort of started his career, and then he ends it kind of the same way. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Favorite off-season move. What is uh, your favorite move that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made? Um, just the fact that they re-signed a bunch of their players to try and make uh, another Super Bowl run because they kept uh, most of the team, 22 starters overall, they're, they're able to keep. And I think they just signed a bunch of them to like these small one-year deals. So keeping those players is, is good for them because, I mean, they got it done last year and won the Super Bowl, so why not try and do it again? Obviously, you got to make a couple small little changes because people make their adjustments to you, but that sure isn't going to hurt them. Yeah, I agree. Um, retaining, that's what I put, retaining their entire team. Um, Levante David, Chris Godwin. Uh, the one person they added that I thought it was sneaky, kind of good for the um, the Bucks, uh, Gio Giovanni Bernard, ex Bengal. Uh, so he's really good at catching the ball at the backfield um, for a running back, and that's one thing they didn't really have last year. Is like Tom Brady to have like that James White type of running back that catches the ball out of the backfield that you could trust to run routes and you know whatever. I think Gio, Gio Bernard, Giovanni Bernard can um, fill that role for Tom Brady, the James White role. Yep. I would, I think that's a good pickup by then too. Yeah. Least favorite off season move. Travis, what was the least, your least favorite move the Buccaneers made? I don't have one, Ryan. They won a Super Bowl, so I, I can't pick a, pick them apart too much. So I didn't have one. What about you? Yeah, like it's so hard to have one, but I found one. Okay. <laughs> Drafting Kyle Trask. And here's why. <laughs> when Tom Brady's your starting quarterback in four years, you'll have to let Kyle Trask go anyway. <laughs> That's true. Maybe they can get a good pick for him. Hype him up. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, yeah, it's like, why didn't you wait just another four or five years to get Tom Brady's replacement? Because you know, he's going to be there. So it was a waste of a third round pick. So that's, that's what I picked for the way to really, way to really dig deep on that one, right? I thought you might like that. Okay. Let's go to our, uh, 
our next point. Who is going to take the leap? So, Travis, what player do you think will take a leap for the Buccaneers or needs to take a leap for the Buccaneers? Um, this year, I would really like to see Mike Evans. Uh, he's my favorite football player probably in the whole league right now. Uh, has been for a couple of years. He's 6'5", big target. That's what I really like about him. But mm. last year in the Super Bowl, though, he didn't have that great of a game. Um so it was a little disappointing. I was hoping maybe he could have went for uh, getting Super Bowl MVP, but that didn't happen. But I'd like to have him just have a monster year with Brady, not on the level that Moss and Brady had that one year, but still having something with Brady would be awesome because he's got Godwin and Brown that can draw some attention as well. Gronk still, even though he's old and not as good as what he was before, he'll still draw plenty of attention. So having Mike Evans really taking another leap even higher, even though he's getting older too, but I want him to have a monster year. Yeah. I really like Mike Evans as well. He's, he's a great player. Um, is it, is it just his size that you like about him? Is that what you were drawn to when he, you know, after yeah. Mike Evans? I, I do like his size mainly. I, I like, seen fast bigger receivers that are like they are too skinny to play tight end but they have like almost a tight end type body you know sure. because your your average tight end is probably six six you know so just seeing bigger receivers like that is what i like to to see i, I like that one um so you you really loved kelvin johnson then right i i did like Megatron a lot. He was awesome. And I was sad to see him retire so early. Yeah. Unfortunate. That's what the lions do to you. Um, so I have Leonard Fournette. He gets an off season with the bucks. I could see him maybe taking a leap. You know, he's been, he was on the Jaguars, but like that's NFL purgatory, basically just like the jets we talked about before. Right. So, um, I, I think he could take a leap. He's only 26. Devin White, you said he was from LSU, right? Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he is. He's a monster. He's a beast. Uh, he's really great. I think he can be elite. I can be. I think he can be one of the top three linebackers after this year in the NFL if he isn't already. But uh, one person that needs to take a leap is O.J. Howard to me. He's never got over 600 yards rushing. I think one here might've got 632. I'm not 100% sure. I, it, you know, I just have written down. He never got over 600 yards um, and he's never played a full season. Uh, coming out of college, um, he had a lot of hype around him and he's never lived up to that. And uh, so I think he really needs to take a leap. OJ Howard does. Yeah, I would agree with your take on OJ Howard because like you said he got he's always injured but when I was following the Buccaneers for the last couple of years they always talked about what his potential could be and they were always excited for him every year but he doesn't live up to the hype correct so and Gronk was there last year and still Howard still didn't do anything amazing, but I really, I same with what you said. I want to see him take a good leap as well. Cause he's got the skills to do it. 
but now he's just got to make it happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of interesting because like we were talking about the first round tight ends, just kind of bring it back to the tight ends of the first round, like the Atlanta Falcons, for instance, drafting Kyle Pitt, him, Evan Ingram and Njoku were all first round tight ends. None of them have really become anything. And that's why I, you know, I wouldn't take a tight end in the first round. It's because a lot of the tight ends uh, that get taken in the first round, they don't live up to the hype. So uh, he's got he's got to fit that, or other otherwise he could be gone. And maybe a fresh start would be good for him. But yeah, OJ Howard really needs to take that leap. Yep, couldn't agree more. What will determine a successful season? Travis, what will make or break the season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um. I had a couple things. Well, two really. Keeping Brady healthy. If Brady's not healthy, uh, their seasons. Well, it's not going to be over, but I, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. And then I'd like to see consistency out of their running backs. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Fournette. Like you've already talked about, he needs to take a leap. He has good games. And then he has very <laughs> terrible games, which is sad because I prefer LSU players to just always have amazing games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ronald Jones behind him and Bernard uh, should challenge him more. Last year, Jones was on the team, and I, I think they split carries most of the year. Um, but still, Brady has always played with – multiple running backs he's never had like one guy that is his main running back maybe uh is a blunt or yeah but they still i think at that time you're right because i think at that time they still had like james white and uh yeah another guy there but but and that's possible that's how brady likes to have he just likes to have a couple running backs like three that he can always rely on so but I, I would like to just see consistency to have one guy be the main feature back. And then, you know, after that, you can swap those guys in as you see fit. But no, I, I like that. Uh, protect, if they can get a good run game, uh, they protect Brady, right? Because then Brady doesn't have to be so worried about dropping back and getting hit all the time, uh, even though their offensive line is pretty good. Uh, so what I had for making or breaking their season is simply Super Bowl. I think anything it, them and the Chiefs are the only two throughout this entire uh, preview that I've done that I've said that about. It's Super Bowl or bust season for those those two. And and if uh, if the Bucks don't make the Super Bowl, I, you know I think their season is sort of a failure. Yeah, because they. I mean, we talked about it already, but they kept most of their starters, so they're definitely trying to make a run at it again. Yeah, correct, correct. Their floor, their ceiling. Travis, what is the floor and the ceiling for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, Their floor I have as 11 wins. Um, Their ceiling, I actually don't have them making it to the Super Bowl this year. I have them going maybe second round in the playoffs, and I think they're going to get beat. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> really threw you for a loop. There. Yeah. 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 Like, um, yeah. So 
are you, I just think, I just think teams are going to scheme against them. Like they had last year to kind of figure out stuff. And I think this year they, they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to get to the Super Bowl. They're going to get beat before then. Okay. That's uh, I mean, that's a good, I, so are you, are you planning on coming on Wednesday for a little bit at all for the uh, prediction? Yeah, I should be able to make it. Okay. Just so you know, you only have to be on for like 10, 15 minutes at the most so we can get okay. predictions and stuff. So that's a tease, everybody. Uh, I'm going to have everybody on that did a preview podcast with me, most everybody, and we're going to all predict uh, playoffs and Super Bowl. Um, so that's going to be a wild party. Uh, so I, I had floor being playoffs and ceiling being Super Bowl. So that was my floor and ceiling. Very nice. Because I'm not a lunatic like you. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to our last team. Previewing the New Orleans Saints. The big question. Travis, what is your biggest question for the New Orleans Saints? Um, is it going to be a rebuilding year now that Breeze is gone? Because he's been the face of that franchise for the whole time he's been there. And uh, my other questions are, with Breeze being gone, is Kamara going to be as good of a running back as uh, what he's been with Breeze? Plus Thomas is out. So that's going to also affect Kamara's running game. Uh, at least for the first couple games, it will because they'll probably load the box more. Yeah, I think that's a great point about Kamara because I think Breeze was a, would be a little bit more willing to check check down, right? Um, where I don't know if Jameis Winston is is that type. He's more of a guy who would like to make every throw, even the ones he can't. You know, um, so and that goes into my biggest question, which is Jameis Winston. Um, the, the problem with Jameis Winston when he was in Tampa was turnover. So he had that record season, like 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. And like people joked that they should make a 30 for 30 on Jameis's uh, season because of the 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. I'm pretty sure that's what he did. And, um, the, the question really is, did Sean Payton or has Sean Payton done enough with Jameis where they can get him to be the 30 touchdowns, but like 13 interceptions, 15 interceptions at the most. Um, so that is the biggest question I think the saints have this year because they can't, you know, no team really can handle a, a quarterback that tr- turns the ball over 30 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't see, I don't see it happening. I don't yeah. think, Winston is that great so he did okay so the the season just so you know he threw over 5,000 yards 33 touchdowns 30 interceptions so that was what year last year uh 2019 2020 was last year and he didn't play a whole lot because Breeze started yeah he was backing up Breeze so and Taysom Hill or one of them I'm not sure we never get a straight answer Dissecting the draft. Travis, what did you think of the draft for the um, New Orleans Saints? It was okay. Nothing really stood out to me that was wow. They got 
three defensive players right away and then they took three offensive so nothing really stood out to me that made me say I'm glad they got this player to help uh, improve in certain areas so I didn't really I wasn't really in love with their draft I'm not even going to talk about a single player because that's how much I wasn't in love with it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was okay I mean they're they they have this um Paulson at Debo guy at um who there uh, that's the corner there um he he's supposed to have had a really good camp and then uh Peyton that the uh, Turner their defensive end um he's got the size the physical trait and every year he's gotten better in college so it'll be interesting to see them um and see if they can turn that you know, into NBA football, I mean, NBA, NFL football, NBA football, <laughs> uh, NFL football, but I'm with you. I, there's not much more to say. It's just, it was an okay draft. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't that great either. Favorite off season move. Travis, what was your favorite move that the new Orleans saints made? They, uh, they drafted Ian, uh, Ian book the quarterback from Notre Dame. So if uh, Winston's not going to do it, I don't, I don't know how you feel about Hill, but I just, he's not a quarterback. I don't think in the league, because doesn't he play like tight end every now and then too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Running like back. A, so, yeah, yeah. He goes all over the place. I mean, that's not, if you want a good quarterback to take you to the Super Bowl, you want him to only play quarterback. So I just I'm not big on Hill at all. So I feel like if Winston's not getting it done, that this book guy is gonna take over. So so you brought up a good point because like here's here's a question. Like, do you even think that the Saints believe that Hill's a good quarterback? I, I don't know. I mean, they've had him his whole career, haven't they? Yeah, but if they've trusted him, why would he like now would be the time to start him? That's my thing. Like Maybe because he can play multiple positions is what like he can help out where it's needed. He's almost like a a filler guy. I don't know. The most important position in the NFL is quarterback. Okay, all the other positions don't matter. I don't you know tight end. We just talked about all the tight ends that don't matter that get drafted in the first round. I feel like if Taysom Hill could actually play quarterback, he'd be starting. If they felt like he could be an NFL quarterback. Now, can he throw the ball? Yes. Can he play quarterback sometimes? Yes. But I don't think they believe he can be a consistent quarterback. And that's why Jameis Winston is starting. Which leads me. I I agree with that. Yeah. So, which leads me to my favorite move, which is I like that they're starting Jameis Winston. So I had a Bucking, I have a Buccaneers fan in my life who. He, he talked up Jameis Winston all the time. There was a lot of potential, but then he had that year with Bruce Arians where he threw 33 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, which we already talked about. But the reason why I like that they started, they're starting Jameis Winston is because, um, well, number one, they didn't do a lot of other moves. Let's face it. Like they haven't <laughs> done a whole lot of other moves, but they're going to find out then whether he can actually be a competent starter in the, NFL and if he's not then it's going to be a rebuild year and you're just going to get whatever quarterback next year to come in whoever that might be 
So I actually like the fact they're starting Jameis Winston. We'll see what, what happens with him. I know you don't, you aren't a believer in him, but you know, he did get LASIK eye surgery. So, so who knows? I mean, come on, that could have helped. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. I, I bought into the hype when he got on Tampa Bay, but it's just, he's been a disappointment in my eyes. You just don't want to get hurt again. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. I have feelings, you know, you put your heart on your sleeve and he, he did not treat it right. So yeah, I don't blame you. Least favorite off season move. Travis, what was your least favorite move that the new Orleans saints made? Um, they didn't keep Emmanuel Sanders. It's not that big of a deal, but it'd be nice to have him on your team, especially now that Thomas is out. I keep saying that, but he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Correct. And if you lose him for the first six games, let's say you win two out of those six. That I mean, you're not on pace at all to make the playoffs. So, and who knows how he comes back from this injury also, if that's going to help him. So having another established wide receiver would have helped them. I don't know if it was because of money or what, why they got rid of them, but do you know? I don't, I don't. Yeah. Um, And then the other one was they lost Trey Hendrickson, but he went to the Bengals. So I'm okay with that. So it's bad for them, but good for the Bengals. Right. Um, And that's why that was my least favorite move. So it's funny. Like, so they get this guy, He's only 27. He's been a saint all his career. He has a breakthrough year and they're like, yeah, you can go in free agency. It's like, well, what was the point? You groomed him. He, he turned into something and then you're going to be like, yeah, you can go. So didn't like that move. He was only 27. He had 13 and a half sacks last year and uh, they let him go. So don't know why they did that. You know, what's interesting is they, um, I didn't realize how good their defense was last year. Oh, it was good. Yeah. And that, I mean, even though they got rid of him and then they lost, I think like two other good defensive players, but other than that, they have stayed the same, I think defensively. So I'm curious to see if their defense will still play to that level or if it, if we are going to see it go downhill. Yeah. I don't think they've lost enough people for it to go downhill that bad. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think they will have a, a really solid defensive year it's the question can the um can the offense do anything to help the defense out that's kind of the way i feel i could be wrong but who is going to take the leap travis which players on the new orleans saints do you think need to take a leap or will take a leap um zach bond from uh he's a badger okay i'd like to see him take over that or at least play a lot more uh in the linebacking position the linebacker position um just because well it's nice to see badger succeed in the nfl but Mm -hmm. he's he's really good and he could he could possibly be uh one of the not a top linebacker but at least a solid piece for them in their defense okay i like that one I, uh, and this goes back to what you've been saying about Michael Thomas being out. Right. Um, so I put Marquez Calloway. That's the hype receiver machine of the off season. 
like even in fantasy football drafts or he's going super high. Everyone's big on him. Traquan Smith is another one that I put out there. He's the wide receiver for them. I think he's about 25 now or 26, but he was drafted pretty high. I think in the second round for the saints and he hasn't done anything uh, in the league to, to speak of. So those two guys, uh, I think Callaway with what I hear, he will take a leap. Traquan needs to take a leap. I put Jameis Winston. This might be his last opportunity to have a starting job in the NFL. Um, so he needs to take a leap to show that he can be an NFL starter. And then Marcus Davenport, we know he's good. He's had good years, but last year he had an off year. He, he had a down year last year. So he needs to get back up to that level to help, you know, if the defense is going to stay as good as it's been the last couple of years. So that's what I have for players. I think will take a leap. Yeah. All good. What will determine a successful season? What do you think Travis will make or break the season for the new Orleans saints? Consistent quarterback play from Winston. Like you just talked about, if he can keep the offense out on the field, that's going to help their defense be good again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked it up who their other guy that they lost, Janoris Jenkins. Not that he was that great, but he's he's off the team now. But so if, if he can't keep that offense on the field, their defense is going to get worn down pretty fast and they're not going to be able to to be in the top 10 like they were last year. Yeah, I like that one because that's the exact same one I had as far as the QB play. That's the most important. That's what's going to make or break their season. So last year, Drew Brees, even though his arm was sort of dead last year, um, he, uh, I mean, he didn't even get over 3,000 yards passing last year. I mean, that's how dead his arm was. Um, He only played 12 games, but uh, he had 24 touchdowns and six interceptions. So he did not put the defense in bad position and he scored like he scored points. He did get 24 touchdowns. Ken Jameis, like, I think in order for him or the saints to be successful, Jameis needs to at least the very least be like 26 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. That's like as much as he can throw. And they could have a winning season, like above 500. But that that's honestly is what going to make or break their season is their quarterback play. Their floor, their ceiling. Okay, let's go to our final question for the Saints. Travis, what's the floor and ceiling for the New Orleans Saints? Uh, their ceiling, I have them just as being a 500 team. So eight, nine, nine. I don't even think they're going to get to nine, eight, but... Eight and nine is my guess. And then uh, their floor would be about five games. Okay. I think uh, I, they're definitely not a playoff team. Um, I don't know about rebuilding quite yet, just because you have a couple of good pieces. When uh, Thomas comes back, Kamara's going to be solid for you, but it's the question mark, like you said, is Winston. Yeah. And that's a big one, right? Like, that's a big question mark. Yeah. My floor is six and 11. So same as you, the five wins, six and 11. Um, The ceiling, um, I have nine and eight. So just about 500. Um, It's, I mean, we don't need to say it anymore, but Winston's the biggest thing, right? So. 
Final predictions for the NFC South. What do you have for the final predictions for the NFC South? And then if you could order it more, uh, four to one. So from the who you think could have finished last to who's going to finish first. So last, I have, I'm going to go with the Saints being last. Okay. And then I'm going to have Atlanta third. I think Carolina, if Darnold is actually decent, will be second. And then uh, Tampa Bay is going to win the division pretty okay. easily, I think. Yeah. Uh, do you think that um, the Panthers could get a wild card? Or do you think it's just it would probably be more, more towards 500 than a wild card? You know, I haven't really thought that far ahead, but I would, I would think a wild card for them is not out of the question. Um, is it likely? I don't, I don't think so, but we'll see. Like I said, it, it all depends on how Darnold plays. It's true. Why does it always rely on the quarterback? Why can't it be somebody else? Most important position in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one thing that was interesting when I did all these, because this is my last d- division preview. Um, a lot, like mo- uh, one of the biggest questions you looked at right away for most teams is who's their quarterback. Like when you look at like the biggest question, you're like, okay, who's your quarterback? And then you, you, you would answer around it, but it's, it's so quarterback so important. So so I have the Falcons actually finishing last in the division at six and 11. I have the Panthers finishing second to last eight and nine. I have the saints nine and eight and the bucks 13 and four. So I'm a little higher on the saints than you are. Um, although I could totally see them finishing. I just think their team's way too talented that, you know, like you mentioned all the, good players they have on offense and then there's a lot of good players they have on defense um so it's hard for me to think they'll fall all the way from 12 and 4 last year to you know 5 and 12 but it could happen we've seen it before so yeah i just i don't know if if michael thomas is like his injury is gonna impact them that big if they get off to a slow start would they be able to recover but i mean maybe they'll be just fine without him who knows yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, well, I do have one question for you, Ryan. And sure. it's not about uh, any sports team. It's about what do you think of the average age of a referee in the NFL? Why are they all so old? Probably like 57. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's interesting that we can't get younger people guys to be referees you know that we see older ones yeah i'm i wonder if it's something to do with like there there's a process you need to go through i guess to be an nfl referee i'd have to look it up but i agree with you it'd be nice to get ref but i could see how young people would hate being a referee because it's like a thankless job like if you're not noticed that's a good thing like if nobody mentions you right you did your job, but you don't get that recognition versus the other way where if you're noticed, it's probably not a good thing. Yeah. How many times have you said, man, the refs really did an excellent job refing this game. You never say that. 
Well, me and Luke, when we did a uh, the finals, we talked about the NBA finals. We actually acknowledged how well the refs did not falling for some of the flopping that was going on. So we we gave them a shout out. But to answer yeah, your NBA, question, NBA is it's easier to to say that compared to the NFL. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. But even in the NBA, they they don't get the credit they deserve sometimes, you know. Um, but anyway, okay, Travis, you got anything else? I don't. I, I think we covered everything pretty good on this division. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks a lot for joining me. You bet. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Thanks again for listening to me and Travis break down the NFC South uh, and make our final predictions. Um, and thanks so much for listening throughout this uh, previewing the NFL right before the NFL season with me and all my friends. Uh, we enjoyed it. We had a great time doing it. I hope they had a great time. They told me that, but who knows, you know. Um but we are going to do a podcast with most of them back on to preview or make predictions, I should say, for the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And that will be dropping shortly as well. So look out for that. Um, and again, if you're interested in hearing our takes for any of the other divisions, they're all on this channel. And as I mentioned on top on the top of the show... Uh, there will be like a little bit of a fun blooper reel with me and Travis in this episode. I it it was it was funny. The first about four minutes is going to sound us like we're previewing, like we're having serious talks, but it just kind of falls off the rails. And I wanted to give you listeners a glimpse to to sort of uh, how fun it was to do it with uh, uh, Travis this episode. But also, I really wish I would have done that with other. Uh, some of the other guys too because we all had our moments i had to edit out some things but um, thanks again to travis and the rest of my uh the crew that helped me preview uh the nfl i uh, thank you guys again for listening please follow me at nutty buddy underscore underscore sports let me try that again please follow me at nutty buddy underscore sports if you'd like to know when i drop more podcasts we will be doing a um, prediction show for week one and then we'll do a review of week one as well a recap I should say and that's all I got for you so thanks so much for listening I hope you guys have a good day and we will talk to you What player or players do you think will or need to take a leap for the Buccaneers, Travis? Um, their running game being consistent. Uh, last year, they were ranked 25th is what they had mm -hmm. uh, for their run game. And I know they have Fournette, LSU, okay? Ronald Jones is a good running back, and we already talked about Giovanni Bernard. So now it's just 
finding the right rhythm for all three of them to be utilized in that offense. Because Fournette, sure, he has great games, but he also has pretty pathetic games too. I mean, we you'd like to have one guy be your main guy, but when Brady was on the Patriots, they had multiple running backs all the time. So Correct. maybe that's the scheme that he likes to have is to have two or three decent running backs that way he can utilize them. So I think them, uh, them having a consistent running game is going to, going to help them. Yeah. So like, could you see Leonard Fournette being the guy he was because he was drafted pretty high, right? Like third overall or something like that. That's why you never draft running backs in the first round. I keep telling people that, but you think that he can like revive, uh, reinvigorate his career. You'd think so. I mean, I thought last year he was going to do it, but he still didn't have that amazing of a year. But we'll see. Maybe this year comes around now that there's better running backs behind him that it'll maybe kick him in gear a little bit more. Yeah, and and, and remember, now he has a whole offseason with the Bucks too. He didn't have that last year. Um, so I did have Leonard Fournette down as well um, because – I think he can take a leap. He's only 26 and he didn't really get a lot of, um, a lot of like opportunity, like Jacksonville Jaguars are, are like the New York jets, you know, <laughs> you know, you just don't know what the talent is over there um, until they leave. Um, couple, couple others, Devin white. He, you said he was from LSU too, right? Oh yeah. He He's is. a monster. I think he can distinguish himself to be like maybe a top three linebacker this year in the NFL. He's so good. He can be elite. Um, OJ Howard. He, he is a young talent. That's we hear about every single year. And uh, it's not his fault that Rob Gronkowski's been brought there, but he's never had over 600 yards receiving in a single season. I think, I think he might've just barely hit 632 or something like that one year, but um, and he's never played a full season either, so he's always injured. He needs to take a leap. He really does to really prove his worth. Otherwise, the Bucks could definitely be moving on from him. But those were two others that I wanted to mention, one that I think will take a leap and one that needs to take a leap. For those of you listening, I was nodding my head uh, profusely during O.J. Howard because that is a good one, Ryan, because like you said, he's been injured. Uh, there's been a lot of hype around him also. As to what his potential is that he could be, but yeah, with Gronk there, I mean Gronk didn't even put up that great of numbers last no. year, but Howard could really he could do something awesome. But <clears throat> the thing also that uh, I want to point out is Mike Evans is probably my favorite player in the NFL. Oh really? I didn't he's know that. Tall, yeah, he's tall, lanky wide receiver, and he's always been awesome. But last year in the Super Bowl, he did not really do anything, which was kind of disappointing, but I would like him to have like a, like a huge season with Brady, just put up ridiculous numbers, like not Moss level, but you know, be nice to get close, but we'll see uh, if that'll happen again, or if Blaine Gabbert's going to be the starting quarterback, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? (laughs) <laughs> what what a QB battle that is. Um, yeah. OJ Howard, though, like, I just want to go back to him. He's just so fast. He's a great tight. And this is why, again, I go back to, like, why you don't draft tight ends. Like, 
in the top 10, but you can even say like in the first round, because like Evan Ingram was drafted high and he's somebody who hasn't done anything like extraordinary in the NFL. So like tight ends are so hit and miss. And both those guys, they have speed, they're taller, like six, four, whatever. So to me, I just don't understand um, why he hasn't broken out yet. So hopefully this could be the year or maybe he needs a change of scenery. Yeah. You're probably right with that tight end take because if you think about how many elite tight ends are there in the league, three or four, maybe, yeah. and the rest are, you get good tight ends. And then the rest are people that you really could care less about. Really. They're there to block mainly. Correct. And like George Kittle is probably one of the best tight ends in the league. Like top, he's top three for sure. He was taken in the third round. I think Kelsey, he might've been late first or second. And then, Wallard, I think he wasn't even drafted. I think he was undrafted free agent or something like that. He was out of league or something because he was having, but the, the point is, is I, that's why I don't take tight ends or running backs. I wouldn't take either one in the first round personally. I just don't, they don't work out very well typically. So anyway, just talk. I like talking about how right I am about some of my takes. That's all. <laughs> uh, every year you're like waiting for the draft. You like take, somebody take a running back and a tight end early so I can bash them. Yeah. Yeah. I got all these facts. I'll just throw at you. Okay. Let's go to our next point. Uh, Travis, what will make or break the season for the Buccaneers? Uh, we did that one, right? We're on the floor and ceiling. No, last one was the leap. Wasn't it? That's why we talked about OJ Howard. Did I miss a question? Maybe. Did you do oh, uh, what sorry, player would I missed, take the leap? I missed leap. I thought and you I were talking about the. I talked about the running backs for that. That's why I was confused. I'm like, so are you saying that Leonard Fournette's going to take a leap? That's why I went to that one. Uh, sorry, I didn't write that one down. I just have least favorite, and then I go make or break. Okay. Uh, well, let's just go into the make or break because we got we 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 uh rolled it around anyway. All right. Did hold you? On, let me. Let me think what would make or break. I don't have anything new, so I'll just, uh, can you edit that or no? Yeah, I'll edit what, edit what? Like if I do the player that's going to take a leap for this one right now, can you move that around or no? Yes. So go ahead and talk. Well, the only problem is going to be weird because I, I ask you, about <laughs> so do you think Leonard Burnett could take a leap? Is that what you're saying? I royally screwed it up. Sorry. It's okay. uh, uh, so let's right, do... just ask me the question again. I'll make something up. Who who's uh who did you have taking a leap? Did you even put anything? I didn't down? even put anything because I didn't yeah. write it down. But well, just like uh, reiterate your point, just word it differently. That's what you could do. Okay. All right. Okay, let me, okay, three, two, one. Okay, let's go to our uh, next point, Travis. What will make or break the season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, what an idiot I was. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great if you just kept this in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll edit it out, but man, it would be funny to listen to us laugh. Okay. Uh, I did think that was funny when I was like, what player do you think will take a leap? Oh, if the run game works, I'm like, what is this? Uh, so as a yeah. good host, I, uh, I was like, oh, is he mean better now? Uh, yeah. Do you want to just redo the last two questions? Um. Well, then I got pick. A, I got to think of a player who's gonna. Okay, let's it. just let's just just do. No, I I have my player. Yeah, let's just redo it. Okay. I'll talk about Mike Evans. I want to see him bust out. Okay, fair enough. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> do it. You can't say three, two, one. Uh, <laughs> Travis, what? I don't even know why it's funny. Uh... <laughs> I just <laughs> we played in my head. I should have asked them, but like, so who's gonna take uh... a leap? It would have probably um. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay, Run, make or break the season, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. That was probably the best part. <laughs> Uh, we already did that question, Ryan. Okay. It's just we got to re-talk about O.J. Howard and all that stuff, too, which is so <laughs> oh, good. All right. Let's do it. Woo. Straight, straight, straight. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't laugh so hard. Uh, give me, like, a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Um, All right. Okay. <clears throat> so, Travis, you ready? I think so. Okay. So, Travis, let's go on to our next point. What player do you think will be? <laughs> That's on you. I was keeping it together. Uh Come on, Ryan. You're a professional. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if this is like live in front of like an audience and stuff? That'd oh, be it'd be the worst. <laughs> oh, oh man. That's good stuff. Oh, hold on. I got to make a draft pick here real quick. <laughs> what? Oh, man. I don't know, man. That's just hilarious. You know what I'm saying? It's just funny. I know. Okay, okay. Okay, you ready, Travis? No yeah, laughing this time. Let's do it, right? <laughs> it's hard when I start laughing. It's just so hard for me to stop. I honestly, it's just hard. I know. I know. If you get in one of those modes, you know, where it's like it's not even funny, but you're you like can't stop laughing. And then I also feel like an idiot because I kind of picked up on like, well, you didn't really say a player, but and I just <laughs> went with it anyway. So <laughs> like, right, why didn't you just ask him? Okay. Well, we had a really good discussion though throughout that. So I you know, know, I know. Hopefully we can it. get yeah. those points. <clears throat> I know I'm going to start laughing when I bring up OJ Howard again. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> okay. 